Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office equipment solutions North America wide. Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. On Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. You heard that Canadian power pack ad with the dulcet tones of my play-by-play partner, Jack Michaels, and four Canadian power packs starting September 26th. Back on Oilers Now. Brian Burke. It's part of our Thursday doubleheader of terrific gets. I monitor things. I access numbers. We have competitive numbers on this show. We have great podcast numbers for the show. And Thursdays are amongst our most popular days during this season. And part of the reason why? Product, product, product. We go back to back with our next guest, Louis DeBrusque. And Brian Burke. It's a one-two punch. I got to ask Louie right from the get-go. Once I can get the computer working here. Uh, hey, Louie, how you doing? Hey, I was going to say, are you my agent? Or are you going to negotiate for me? I can't even negotiate for myself. <laughs> how you doing? Brian? I got to have a You're middle. Right? I got to have a middleman on all the deals here, man. So you know that, Louie. Uh, anyhow, look. Uh, so it, I, I got to ask you this question just about Brian Burke. If you guys went out to the barn and decided to settle it, who would win? <laughs> <laughs> well, I got a few years on him. But I'll tell you what, he's a big dude. Back in the day, I think he could have chucked him. But he's pretty honest about his abilities in that regard. He was a tough guy. He was game. But uh, I like him for that reason, though. He he knows tough guys, and he likes tough guys. So he was always in my good book. He's There's one no- of the guys for me, Bob, honestly, when I was calling around general managers. Yeah. And, and looking for a job, you know, calling GMs myself, trying to sell myself, trying to find somewhere to play. That guy always got back to me. Brian Burke always gave me a call back, and he always said nice things. Even though he didn't give me a deal, he always pushed me in the right direction and encouraged me to keep calling and keep trying to find a job. And I always respected him for that, for calling me back and giving me that time. Yeah, he, uh, you know what, uh, and it's not, like, I'm not buddy-buddy with the guy. He's a guest. Uh, the client was in trade, Canadian Power Pack. Again, we're going to bring him back uh, starting in a couple of weeks here on Thursdays, and we'll have Louie and Brian going back-to-back. And we might just specifically target. It, it, it's our uh, truculent Thursdays here on Oilers Now, put it, put it that way. Uh, yeah. and, and perhaps there's, and you know, the other thing is, Louie, you have to be honest. Like, you know what? Honestly, 
from from my recollection, you were amongst the best skating tough guys that were around in the early 1990s. Well, I'll give you some more honesty, Louie. There's lots of guys that, you know, they talk a good game. Well, I was a decent player as a kid growing up. Of course, I, I never played major junior. Uh, I remember I, when I went to the university, I, I'd bump into a kid and goes, yeah, I tried out for the Bears. And I'm like, well, well where'd you play? Like, which athletic? Like, did you play junior A? Did you play major? No, I played midget B. And I'm like, and you're going to try out for the university. Well, yeah, everybody can, right? Anyhow, in my case, Louie, I lacked the speed, talent, agility, coordination, toughness, character, and discipline. If I had had just five or six more of those things, I might have been able to overcome my genetics and at least play in the Western Hockey League in the old 12-team WHL. But you have to be pretty good back then. To, uh, to play. Not that I'm not saying anything today against any of the guys out there playing in the 22-man Western Hockey League. Anyhow, hey, hope spring eternal at this time of the year, Louie. We opened up with Turn the Page by uh, Bob Seeger to open the show today. Uh, and for the Oilers, put maybe educate our listeners. For the teams starting the year right here, right now, today's the opening day of training camp with medical and physicals. They do have to turn the page from last year, don't they? Hundred percent. That's the best thing about this time of year. And you know, I was out at the uh, the Oilers charity golf tournament the other day and got to see and and you know talk a bit with a lot of the players that came through. A real good showing out there. Every player was there, and they were you know cruising around and they were uh, you know talking with the smiles on their face. You know, this time of year is so exciting for the players, uh, especially coming back because it's a fresh start. Every single year, with the exception of the Stanley Cup champions going into this year, are trying to do better, and they're trying to win it again. So it's a fresh start for everybody. And um, I always like this time of year. The guys haven't seen each other for a while. They're energetic. They're excited to be back in the group. And listen, there's a lot of expectations. There's a lot of question marks heading into camp. And I think for the first time in a while, something that, they've been able to do here is put together a lot of guys coming into camp that are fighting for a few spots. I really do believe there's going to be internal competition here and there's jobs up for grabs. And we say that, we kind of mumble that, but in recent years, we kind of knew what the team was going to be. There's some, there's some definite spots up for grabs here. And that's going to be really exciting for me watching that unfold. Yeah, absolutely, Louie. It, it's going to be interesting. And, and a couple of storylines. It sounds like James Neal is going to be on the right side with Ryan Nugent Hopkins to start. Connor McDavid, uh, we're just sort of reading between the lines of McDavid's comments and Tippett's comments today. You know, it sounds like he's going to be in, you know, on the ice from day one of training camp. It doesn't want to. That's how I'm interpreting Connor's comments. He'll be probably held off the ice, no preseason games. But, you know, Drysaddle's going to be with McDavid. And Nugent Hopkins is going to be if Neil, with Neil mostly on the right side. We think Zach Cassian, and I'm going to start there. Would you keep Zach Cassian on right wing based on how he performed down the stretch last year? Why not? I thought he did a great job. I really did. I thought he went in there and, sorry about just parking here. I thought he did a great job um, stepping in there, not only with his play offensively. I think it really... You could tell he was really excited to play on that line, rightfully so. I think he understood it was a great opportunity for him. He brought his A game. He was on top of it. He was playing physical again. It kind of added life to his game. And 
that's a good thing for Zach Cassian. I think that's a, that's a great thing for him because when he's playing with that passion and energy, he's he's a really effective player, and he showed everybody that he has some really good skills too. He wasn't a first-round draft pick for nothing. This guy has skills. He's a big guy. I saw him again the other day. He looked like he's in great shape once again, so he's motivated. Um, no question. You know what? I think he's added some different dimensions to his game as well. The penalty killing, he's starting to play more of a rounded game. He can really add in certain areas. So to have him there for the time being, you have the one-two punch with Dreisaitl and McDavid, which we all think are going to be together. Um, they, I'm sure they're going to try splitting them up at times throughout the year, but they like playing together. That, that tandem has been outstanding. It's one of the, it might be the best one-two punch in the National Hockey League. I, I'll say it is. So, um, to have a guy that has some physicality on the right-hand side that's fast enough to stay with those guys, that's abrasive enough and it's just a little bit crazy enough to kind of Love keep it. people on their heels. Love it. I think that that's, uh, you know what, that's exactly what that line needs. There'll be certainly, I, as much as we would like to see line combinations edged in stone, I just don't think that's going to happen. I still think with this team it's still a work in progress to try and figure out who plays best with who, what line complements another, you want to have depth. You want to have people playing on the, in the right positions to be the most effective for the team. Dave Tippett, his first year as the head coach, he's going to have to try and figure that out himself. He's going to go in there. He might have a different look. He might have a different job for certain guys, and it'll be up to them to buy in and try and, and work on that job. So I'm interested to see that, too. It's all, I mean, it's for me, that's the most exciting thing about this year. There's a lot of new faces, not only players, but management, coaches. It's how this is going to come together and how they're going to play. We're joined by Louis DeBrusque from NHL Hockey and Rogers and Sportsnet. Of course, uh, Louis will be the analyst. Uh, how many of the Oilers' 82 games, I know you and Drew are going to split them, of the regional games, have you got your schedule yet? No, I haven't. All I've right. got until the end of December. So I, I, I just looked at it yesterday, starting to book travel, but I'm not sure exactly what the numbers are going to be. Bothered. Just remember, you're buying me dinner at least once per trip. <laughs> All right, so uh, you know we we talked we'll play about a game for the Bill Howe boat. What's that? We'll play a game for the Bill Howe boat. Oh, we're not doing that, man. I can't the match birds in the bush. I, like the I, birds in the bush. I can't match your credit card, brother. Uh, <laughs> though I probably got my more in mine right now than you do. Uh, back to just I, I want to put a shout out right now on Cassian just very quickly because for two years John Sexsmith from Global would say to me, and you know I've known John a long time. He was the best man in my wedding. Uh, I tried telling my wife not to do it. But uh, anyhow, I digress. Uh, he said, Bob, you got to tell Todd to play Zach Cassian up front with McDavid and Dreisaitl. It totally would work. And I'm like, what are you? T-? He's a bottom six forward. And lo and behold, last half of the season, he looked pretty good there. So chalk well, one, I mean, to one up to the TV guy. Yep. I, think, I honestly think, though, that when you look at that, though, there just, there just wasn't guys that were knocking out of the park. So therefore, it was just a it was a byproduct of eventually eliminating people from the process that said it just didn't work and giving him an opportunity. Yeah. And he he jumped in there and grabbed the bull by the horns. I thought. Well, let's face I, it. I was I was really impressed with the way he played. Now listen, that doesn't mean that somebody else isn't going to step in here. Right. Training camp, um, depending on McDavid's return, whether he plays some exhibition games, whether he starts the regular season, we're not sure. That'll all play itself out in the next little bit. Um, he looked pretty darn good on the ice when I saw him skate. Yeah. Um, but but listen. The last thing you want to do is have him get injured before the season. So they're going to take their time with him, make sure he's 110 uh, percent ready to go. But somebody might jump in there and really grab that position and just be outstanding. And you don't know who that's going to be. There's some different bodies in the mix now yeah. that 
are going to push for that. I really believe that. I think that's exactly what they wanted. Ken Holland, when he took over as a general manager, the one thing that he said that I that stood out to me was internal competition. Right. And if you look at where he came from, there was a ton of internal competition there, and there was really good players that were continually being suppressed down the lineup. Suppressed, 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 because the guys above them were that good, and they held on to their jobs. And you had to really fight to take that job. And the young guys matured, over-matured down the minors over the years in Grand Rapids with the Detroit Red Wings. So therefore, I don't think he's going to change that mentality. He's going to want guys to come in and absolutely take that job from somebody. Um, and you know what? There might be a couple guys that just do that. Well, uh, and I'm, we're going to talk about a guy right now. That uh, So here's the thing. So last year, Louis, we started the year, and uh, Raddy was first-line right wing. Yamamoto was second-line right wing. Paul Yarby was third-line right wing. And they had 15 goals preseason. They didn't get 15 goals between the three of them in the regular season. It was Cassian and Chase on that had a combined 37 of them. But Cassian or Chason didn't kill it as a top six guy. He actually got a lot of those in the power play. Here's where I'm going to go. If Neil plays the right side and you got Cassian on right wing and you got Archibald brought in, he's going to play somewhere uh, on the right side. You re-sign Chason, that's four guys. Sam Gagne. And I have a wild one for you because we have a second line left wing position open with Nugent Hopkins and Neil. And Dave Tippett has talked about the flexibility, the maturation of Sam Gagne, his ability yeah. to reinvent himself. Is it out of the realm of possibility? Like Tyler Benson's got a shot on left wing. Maybe Joe Kim Nygaard maybe on left wing. Out of the realm of possibility that Sam Gagne doesn't get a luxury second line left wing. It's not out of the realm. I think it's, it's probably likely. The one thing Sam's shown over his career is that he can play with high-end players, and he's a high-end player himself. I agree, too. I, I like the maturation of Sam Gagne. You know, from seeing him as a young player in the league and then now seeing him now as a grizzled vet, really, um, he started per- he started young. I mean, he stepped right in at 18 years of age and, you know, never really looked back. A little bump in the road before he had a career high in Columbus and went there and had a terrific year and kind of restarted his career again. Um, but he had to work for it. And I think, you know, if you talk to him now, he, he appreciates it much more now. I, I, I like talking to him now because he's a guy that's kind of seen it all. He came in as a young guy, had success right away, you know, in a Canadian market, and then he jumped around a little bit, didn't have success one place, but found it again, and he's been a little bit of a journeyman, and I think that hardens you and it makes you a better player. I really do. I think it makes you a better teammate, a better player, because you appreciate what you have in front of you. So the one thing I've always known about Sam is that he's a hungry guy. He wants more, and I like that about him. He's going to come in. He's not just going to settle for, oh, you know what, I'll play wherever you want to throw me this. He's going to try and fight for the highest position he can possibly have on the team. And that's what you want from every one of your players, and that's a good example to lead that way. So, yeah, I have no doubt that he could be one of the guys in the mix for sure. Yeah, it's going to be intriguing to see how this situation ends up playing itself out. We're joined by Louis DeBrus. Louis on defense today. Ken Holland saying that Evan Bouchard won't be with the Oilers unless he's in the top six. Top six. He's not going to be here as a seventh D-man, which kind of makes sense. Of the Oiler rookie skaters, he was the best in the two games. He wasn't perfect, but he does some things as a defenseman I want you to comment on. He makes plays under duress and stress. He can make plays when he's fatigued. And you know what else? When he's on the ice, the puck's in the other end of the ice, which is perhaps the best way to defend, isn't it? He's an excellent first passer. You know, just watching him snap that puck around, the more confident that he gets, uh, that will come even more through at the National Hockey League level. But it's hard to argue that he's not in the top six. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, I look at him and I watch him. He has everything you would need to be in that top six and play. And obviously the hard part for him is going to be on the defensive side of the puck. We know he's going to be an offensive guy. He has a great offensive instinct. He put up numbers in the AHL in the playoffs last year. Like, he just stepped right in. You don't just step in like that. And, you know, he made it look kind of easy at times. But the thing for him is going to be the compete, the strength, the speed, the battle level. That, that all for him is going to be what's going to allow him to stay in the NHL. He cannot be a liability on the ice as a young player. Number one, you'll start to lose your confidence, and that's not a good thing for any young player. We've seen that happen too many times. So he has to be able to weather that storm and be confident enough to battle at this level. Um, again, there's another guy that had a good offseason of training. He comes in, and he's fighting for a job. There's no question. He's fighting for a spot. He's got that intangible that he's, that tangible, he's a right-handed shot, which is so coveted in the National Hockey League. He's rangy. I know that I kind of compared him a little bit to Petrangelo, you know, early in his career, and it took Petrangelo a little bit of time to kind of find that traction in the NHL. They sent him back to junior a couple times. He was, you know, he just same thing with Evan Bouchard. Maybe he was a little bit too good for junior, and sometimes you can coast through junior when you're that type of a player. But it's the repetitions. It's the confidence. It's the strength building. And um, I remember seeing him at the Combine a few years ago, and he was, uh, you know, his legs, he's got strong legs. He's got a big frame that he can fill out. He's still pretty lean. I think that uh, the, the future for him is very bright. And, there, and I do believe right now he's got a good chance of making the team. But, again, we talked about Ken Holland and how patient he's been with young players. There's some guys that have been battling down the American Hockey League for a couple of years. You know, Jones came in last year, had some really solid gains before he ran out of steam. He's coming in trying to show that he can do that again on a more consistent basis. Ethan Bears there. He's certainly going to push. There's a couple other guys that, you know, on the outside looking in that I I think are going to push as well. But they're going to give Bouchard a good look. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, Person's going to be an interesting one. Just give yeah, him, he's one-way like deal, right, Louie? One-way deal. I like him, too. Well, you know what? I mean, you, you watch the way he played, and, you know, that team two years ago that won the championships with the Elias Pettersson on the team was outstanding. They were dynamic, and that power play was deadly. And he was, he was, the, he was the guy on the point, on the power play. He was the right-handed D-man that was out there with all those guys. So this guy has shown already that he can play with really elite players and he can make a play in a pinch. Uh, there's no question that he can do it here. Excuse me, that's something that Edmonton's been missing for a while is a right-handed quarterback on the power play. And, you know, that's uh, with a couple guys like Dreisaitl and McDavid, left-handed shots, Nugent Hopkins making passes to a guy. His one-timer's pretty darn good, too. Yeah, it's going to be really interesting. Louis DeBrus joining us. He's going to do it every Thursday. Louis, uh, just one final one. You're driving back from the gym, is that right? Yeah, unfortunately, I was. I looked at the schedule and said, "Oh, geez, you know what? This is starting up pretty quick, and I got to put suits on again, Bob." So, the suit is always the test. The suit is always the test of what you need to do, and obviously, I need to get my butt to the gym today. So, I'll be I'll be good to go. Though, come we, you know. Louis, we have some uh, media guys or some guys that host shows in the city that uh, would need directions how to find their way down to Rogers Place. <laughs> we have other hosts in the city that would need directions to find out how to get down to the gym. So. Uh, you're, you're neither of those. You know how to get to both places. I need to work on one. Thanks a lot, Lou Dog. All right, Bob. Looking forward to it, man. I'll see you soon. Awesome. That is Louis DeBras from NHL Hockey and Rogers. Do you want to mention uh, that guests and orders now receive gift certificates too? 
Bruce Chris Steakhouse follows Sizzle to Alberta's own. Bruce Chris Steakhouse, 9990 Jasper Avenue. Tell Maggie and the staff what it's now sent you. Louis' appearance. Louis, our headliner today for Touchback Safety. Your safety is their goal. Discover your safety training solutions at touchbacksafety.com. It's 12.53. We'll be back in three minutes. This is Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 6.30 Chad. It's 12.55 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Oilers Now, Bob Stoffer with you. If you're looking... Have we sold this trip out yet to New York? I think it's to darn near close. Uh, you get a chance through New West Travel to see the Oilers play the Devils and the Rangers. Taylor Hall, New Jersey Devils saying playoffs are bust. Huh, that's an interesting comment. Plus, an opportunity to see the Dallas Cowboys against the New York Jets, who will not have Sam Darnold this week. He has mono. If he has mono this week, he's probably out for the next three to four weeks, because usually what happens is the spleen gets enlarged when that happens. And if he takes a helmet to his spleen, it can rupture on the field. This uh, New York package includes four nights at the Weston Hotel, lower bowl game tickets, plus a welcome reception with yours truly. Just a few seats left on the Oilers now. Hockey and NFL Tour. Call New West Travel at 780-432-7446 or online at newwesttravel.com. All right, Connor McDavid uh, had an availability about 35 minutes ago. Brendan Escott is going to take over the show here for three minutes. Minutes, he's got some tape. He started out and we uh, send a thanks to Reed Wilkins from Inside Sports and the Oilers Radio Network for gathering this audio, but he started out uh, being asked about his participation in camp, did Connor McDavid. Yeah, I mean, I leave that stuff up to the doctors. Um, you know, and, and that's what that's what everyone's doing is um, you know, there's guys that uh, are a lot smarter than I am that are going to make that decision, so my job is just to go out there and play, and um, they'll go when I, they, they think I'm ready. And he was also asked uh, whether he has any reservations through skating, uh, given the injury. You know, I feel like I haven't really held back at all. Uh, I mean, I've been out there for scrimmages and stuff like that, and, you know, got bumped and, and, and you know, been in battles and stuff like that. So um, I'm not nervous about it, but ultimately i got to listen to the doctors. If he doesn't get into too many of these exhibition games, how many games will he need to be back at full speed? You know, I'm a guy that likes to likes to play and play as much as possible. So um, I think in years past I've played three or four. So, um, you know, if it's two or one, it's not all that different. So um, I'm not too worried about it. Um, uh, practices will be, you know, a good test as well. So we'll see. Uh, hey, if they're adhering to a particular timeline, maybe we don't see them. Maybe we do see them get into one game. But we know for sure they're going to be taking it very, very safely above all else. McDavid was also asked about the rest of the team. And uh, is, the question was generated around a complacent group last year. Yeah, we need, you know, that's a group effort. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's on the goalies, it's on the D, it's on the fourth, it's on all of us to, to bring that number down. If we want to play in the playoffs, we have to bring that number down. That's, I mean, that's been a message that, that's been shared a couple of years now. So, um, you know, this is one that we have to buy into. Got to limit the goals against. All right, we're going to throw it to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. Back with an exclusive one-on-one with Leon Dreisaitl and then you on Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad.